Hey, yo. <laughs> yeah, Angel, you smiling, man. You in a good mood today? Yeah, man. I'm always in a good mood because I know where I'm going. Oh, here we go. On my way to heaven. <laughs> Shout in victory. victory. I'm on my way to heaven. Shout, Shout in victory. victory. I'm on my way to heaven. Shouting victory, singing glory, hallelujah. Jesus set me free. Remix. Yo, dogs. <laughs> yo, like, was, like, all yo. week I was thinking about what song I'm going to sing. Yo. And I couldn't think yo, of yeah. nothing. Ooh, and baby. that was the spirit. Yo, y'all heard all these un- unsubscribe buttons? Because <laughs> 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 of y'all singing? Chill, we were about to do a Christmas CD. <laughs> Yes, I, you Alvin, know, Alvin the Chipmunks. Filthy, <laughs> filthy, <laughs> filthy, filthy no, does uh, Christmas you know, carols. I, I, <laughs> I'll be the one. I'm, I'll, I'll apologize oh, for the sound. The, you know they have good hearts, people. They, Yo, you know, people. Know. But they, we we don't have singing voices, and it sound like scratching the chalkboard. <laughs> Listen, if they don't want to hear the worship, then they tune in three minutes late. That's Word all up. they got to do. That's it. Just fast forward to minute Yo, All three. week, I was Terrible. like, what song are we going to sing? What song are we going to sing? The Spirit picked it for us, B. I Yo, knew we had to sing something. God is good. Jesus set me free, baby. Hey, what up, what up? Yeah. Welcome to the Knowing Part podcast. Um, season two, we got Ralph with the fresh ITs to my far right. You know what I mean? Just... On your head top every yo, every yo, week. The brain, on your head baby. top with the ITs. If you're from Brooklyn back Jeez. in the days, you know what ITs mean. <laughs> we got we got Camo Mike to my left. Yo, man. Yes, son. And we got we gotta tell a little story. Nah, what we ain't gotta to tell no story, yet. man. Camo <laughs> <laughs> This is about to be the camo show. <laughs> yeah, we got we got filthy rags. Yeah, baby. AKA Ange. Yo, what's good, everybody? To my right. And I'm just here to make sure that we don't go over our time <laughs> of one hour and thirty minutes. Because we could talk max. all day, all day. So I'm, I'm, I'm the timekeeper. Mm. So what's up, y'all? How y'all? What's up? What's going on? How y'all doing? I'm blessed. I'm go with the Christian music. <laughs> God is good. Yo, didn't we agree that you that question was not nah, directed to you? <laughs> Anytime I ask that question, is for Ralph and Ange. that was on. I was on probation for a minute, but I think I'm nah, on probation, nah, dog. Nah, that was See, that was so, recent. And so your your predicate just habitual habitual line stepper. <laughs> dog, I'm blessed, dog. I think everybody could agree. You even give it one week. Yo, even though everybody going through madness. <laughs> Everybody's blessed. We blessed. We blessed, man. Yo, I'm a sinner, man. I'm a sinner. I'm a. I'm the chief sinner. Uh, Here we go. I'm still blessed, but I'm still a sinner. Who almost? (laughs) Who almost? That's that's, that's the pity answer. (laughs) No, they didn't see pre-show what he had on. Yeah. (laughs) 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 We didn't make. Yo, chill, chill. chill. We keeping that for the Uh, next episode, man. I'm just saying, dog. Next episode. Hey, man. Yo, all right. You got. You got to keep it on the low. I'll give you a hint. Keep keep it. Filthy crowns. Think not. That's all. I, that's what you're gonna. Do. That's, right. that's gonna be his new alias. Filthy yo, crowns. Yo, he's blushing right now. Oh man, <laughs> turning red. Yo, I'm not filthy turning crowns. red, son. It's just hot. Filthy crowns. <laughs> I'm an OG. I don't blush. Oh, oh man, man. Rob, what's good? Man, just hanging in there, bro. All right, that's what's up, man. Just look at everybody in a good just, mood. Everybody just hanging. Yeah, man. Everybody hanging. Everybody doing good. This book right here put us in a good mood, real good. So where we at? We in we in where we left off? 
we in chapter eight today. Chapter eight, but let's let's kind of recap, do a little quick recap. Um, what we kind of went over the flood. That's the, what we left. The, the flizzard. All the, the flesh done died. The great flood. Everybody. Yeah. There was was it the 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 great deluge? Yeah. Um, they said that um all, I think what is it? All religions or all nationalities have a record. Yeah, the flood. Yeah, they got their own little story, yeah, right? Yeah, everybody has a so people a, who don't think that the flood happened, that you know, it has been it was recorded by yeah, all nationalities. Yeah. Everybody, everybody has like a, a weird version of it. Of but, a man in a boat. <laughs> but it's it, it was a, a world, um, world flood, and every culture, you know, mm-hmm. different variation of how it occurred or you know who did it, but. Mm. That record is there, which is which is fascinating. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. They have the specific record, and you know the th- thing is that majority of the stories are very similar in terms of where, you know, there was a big flood, and there was one man that was good, and he was a family of eight, and they spread across the earth. So everyone told the story to all their you know children mm. and children's children. So you know, just different variations of it. They said there's over 270 different flood stories. That's crazy. 270. You know? And and you know it's so amazing. I think and God did that specifically in order to leave us records, you know, because it's to prove, for example, like the fossil records that we have. Mm-hmm. The reason we have the fossil records is because of the Great Flood, mm-hmm. you know, because um, there's images they found like. Uh, fossils of like animals giving birth mm. right in the middle like how could something die and be fossilized in the middle of giving birth to another to his, you know to his children mm. or you know a, a predator eating its prey in the middle of it and they got fossils of that you know when you wow. see something dead on the like roadkill a deer mm-hmm. over time the deer just completely disintegrates it doesn't turn to a fossil so fossils only can happen through an immediate death you know, so that was specific to leave us a record. So it's all about, you know, we all have the same evidence. We all have the same record is how do you interpret it, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not based on like when people talk about creation versus evolution and things. It's not, and people say, oh, it's science versus faith. It's not. It's about real science and unreal science. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's not another, about another form of religion. Right. And it's not about like, you know, faith versus reasoning. No, it's about you know, reasonable faith and unreasonable faith because mm-hmm. nobody was there. So everything's going to be taken by faith. But then we have to look at the evidence and what's where is it going to lead you? Right. And and why why did the flood occur? Because man is wicked. Mm. The Lord right. said, you know, when you read it, it says the imagination of man's heart was wicked, like continually, like, you know, every thought and. I think about that. I'm like, you know, you have people that's like, you know, um, I got a good heart or that person has a good heart. And the Lord was like, he was judging man, not even not off of just what they were doing, but their intent, like their heart, their imagination. So he saw deeper than what was being done. Mm -hmm. You know, he was like, you guys are just bad. And everything that you guys, you know, you think about your heart, your intent is bad. And he could see deeper. And Christ kind of, he said, you already did it. If you thought about it and right. it's in your heart, 
Mm. You already did it, right? When he was talking about murder. He was like, if right. you're mad at your brother, then you've already committed murder. Right. Um, so what you said, with, with God being able to see, you know, the heart, the intent, mm -hmm. like, you know, um, that sinful nature that you have, you know, it's, it's deeper than, well, I didn't do this. Or I didn't do that. You just didn't have the opportunity to do it. Well, that's right. Because given the right opportunity, given the right circumstance, you would do exactly that. Yeah. Right. And in verse six, like you're saying, it says the earth. Um, I mean, chapter six, verse eleven. It says the earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. So mm -hmm. God looked upon the earth, and indeed it was corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted their way on the earth. Mm -hmm. I like how it says God looked upon the earth. Um, he's so real. Like he always asks a question, you know, Adam, Hey, what happened? What you doing? Mm -hmm. He goes through this investigative process. Right. And even with this, you know, God being all knowing, right. You get this picture where I must still look and see what's going on mm -hmm. and indeed verify you know, this truth, you know, everything's corrupt. Like every man was corrupt. Um, all flesh corrupted their way on the earth. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I also see his grace right. where it got to the point where it was all and there was only one man and his family that um, was pure or was righteous. You know, Noah mm -hmm. being a, a prophet of God. Oh, that's grace. He 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 looked and waited and and patient. And you know, a lot of people go into that scripture in Second Peter's, where um is is God slack concerning His, his promise. promise? Is like mm -hmm. no, He's just patient. He's given everybody time to turn to Him. Everybody time to repent. Everybody time to get into this boat you know metaphorically speaking in our time in this time of grace mm -hmm. yeah, he's long suffering. he was the same back then where he just waited until everybody yeah. all flesh mm. i'm even thinking the animals got got in the, got mixy mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm sure, saying the don't, animals don't was getting animals active like right. talk about the animals like that oh, man. they had to talk yeah, about a lot of boys. them a lot of them went man yeah, I would say the majority of them went. Um, maybe, maybe a lot of species is not around. So, but I mean, the picture was everything was just messed up mm -hmm. to the point where judgment had to come in. You know, but we got Noah, and it's 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 crazy how he was like it was the violence, like that was the fruit of it. You know, that was the fruit of men, men's hearts being wicked, the intentions <laughs> being wicked. And I think about just um, the fruits of sin, you know, with Adam and Eve, you know, when they when they fell in the garden, the fruits of that was, you know, the eldest son killing the youngest mm -hmm. son. It was violence. Right. That was the first thing that we saw, the fruits of their sin. You know, and we're seeing it like it always at the end of the day, it leads to people being violent. Right. You know, when people are, um, you know, when their heart starts to turn away from God, the end result is going to be violent. People will start getting violent towards one another. Mm -hmm. 
where right. it gets to the point where it you know it showed with Cain and Abel it got to murder right you know and we saw the process when we read how it built to murder but it always ends in violence bro because yeah, it's, it it's crazy how that's what he points out he points mm-hmm. out he was like yo the earth was just filled with violence you know people were going at each other and when it you know when when a society I look at it when a society gets that bad starts to turn away from God people start to get violent bro Mm. They start to destroy yeah. things. I was just gonna yeah. say, look where we're at nowadays, man. You know, people can't even agree to disagree. You yeah, know, right. without getting violent, right. without threatening, you know, hating people. The hate is crazy. Cancel. Yeah. Everybody's getting canceled. It's it's disgusting, man. Yep. Yeah. And that's like what you when you're saying that um about the violence and you're seeing how Adam was the made in the image of God. And then he fell, and then all the rest of the progeny was made in the image of Adam, a fallen nature. Mm. So you seeing this is what happens, you know, the fallen nature, you know, losing the image of God, you know, the way he created us to be in that fellowship, that union, that peace, you know. Um, once you, once that image gets gets tarnished from sin, that's what you devolve to. You devolve to, like you're saying, violence mm-hmm. towards one another. Cause you hate God, and then you seeing another person. You seeing the image of God, right? You know, but it's a flawed image. But then what just pops up this violence. Yeah. Mm. So, and these things, I want to kind of keep it in the forefront of our minds as we go through the narrative, right? We're seeing this, uh, you know, as we went through Genesis six, we saw this um, rebellion mm-hmm. with the sons of God um, coming into the daughters of men, and this weird thing happening with the giants mm-hmm. and the nephilims. And and so we've seen this this um, evil and this wickedness and this sexual nature, and it, it continued to the point where everything was corrupt, mm-hmm. and even thoughts were corrupt and hearts were corrupt. And then we're introduced to Noah, right? Mm-hmm. This one guy that that has faith, obviously, and the Lord steps to him and tells him, "Hey, this is what's going down." Um, you, I rock with you. Yo, do this. I'm going to bring rain on the earth for 40 days, so I'm going to need you to build a boat, right? And um, you just remember that, right? He gave him, he gave him the, the time. Mm-hmm. It's going to rain for 40 days. Obviously, we know it didn't rain upon the earth before that, so Noah's probably like, all right, whatever. But we see his faithfulness, right, and his obedience, mm-hmm. and his um, he humbled himself to the word of God. And he did it. And it took him, you know, and the Lord was like, I'm going to give you the specs for this boat. And it took him 120 years to do it. Mm -hmm. So he did it, right? And we spoke about that last time. You know, his family uh, got in. um, The Lord uh, brought in the animals. Um, Chapter 7 kind of went into details of um, them going into the boat and... You know what happened, right? The time they were, it took the mm-hmm. rain happening. So we went to all that. So now, um, chapter eight, right? Uh, we got to pick up where we left off. So let's do uh, one to five. Then God remembered Noah and every living thing and all the animals that were with him in the ark. And God made a wind to pass over the earth, and the waters subsided. The fountains of the deep and the windows of heaven were also stopped. 
and the rain from heaven was restrained, and the waters receded continually from the earth. At the end of the hundred and fifty days, the waters decreased. Then the ark rested in the seventh month, the seventeenth day of the month, on the mountains of Ararat, and the waters decreased continually until the tenth month. In the tenth month, on the first day of the month, the tops of the mountains were seen. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts, Ange? Oh, hold on. I was just looking for a verse real quick. Somebody else go. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking about um, where it says God remembered Noah. Like, that's the first thing that jumped out to me. And I'm thinking that Noah probably in that boat. Like, yo, what's going on? Like, I, I, I kind of feel like the Lord was maybe revealing how Noah was feeling. You know, maybe Noah felt forgotten. You know, he's in the boat. It's been a while. And it's like, you probably feel like the Lord is forgotten about him. And it's kind of like, you know, it, when it says the Lord remembered Noah, I don't know. It kind of just, it felt like that's what, how Noah's heart felt. And I can't help but to think how many times in my life where you feel like God's forgotten you. You know, mm-hmm. you've been obedient to everything that he's told. Like, Noah has been obedient. The Lord told him to build the boat. He built it. He did everything he had to do. And now you're getting to this season where, you know, things are just probably not moving for Noah, where he's just in this boat. And he feels like God has forgotten him. But, you know, it's like the scripture, you know, pointed out, like, no, the Lord remembered Noah. You know, And he was on the boat for a while. Right. And that's kind of why I brought up that uh, 40 days. Mm. Like God was specific, like, hey, 40 days. But, you know, God came and gave him this this ministry, if we want. Let's, let's use, gave him this ministry and said, all right, 40 days is going to rain. You're going to have to, you know, be protected from this because I'm going I'm to I'm secure you through this happen. But 120 years of Noah's life, was already invested into that before the rain even before the 40 days mm-hmm. even started mm-hmm. and then now we're reading him being in the boat at this point we're talking about five months and then eight months mm. so now I, I'm, I'm thinking about it you know maybe sometimes when the lord wants you someplace and maybe you think it's something that's going to be a short stint. Right. It'll probably be quick. Right. But then, you know, before you get to that point, before the ra- that first raindrop comes down, you've already put in 120 years. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You're, you had to put in 120 years for that thing that the Lord said was going to start to start. Mm. And then after that, there's still some more time, right? Right, forty days. You could be like, ah, I could do forty days on my head, right? <laughs> right. But as we, as you know, as we read on, he was in the boat for like a year, right? Yeah, a yeah, little bit over a year, and yeah. like the things that um, that I see there too is that 120 years might have been the easy part because mm. right, he was busy because yeah. he was busy right you know and when this he got into, when he got into that mm-hmm. boat i mean it says there that the boat rested you think of the 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 environment that was going on with the floods coming from the deep with the water coming from the heavens that boat just wasn't chilling <laughs> you know violent. what i mean right. there was it was violent you know there it was probably going back and forth like it there was like 
that was not an easy, you know, five, six months of, of being in that boat when right. it was raining. And that was the hard part. And the way I'm looking at it is they were, God had them protected. Mm-hmm. Um, but can you imagine the doubts that were going yeah, through their dude, mind yeah. at that point? Like, dude, we've been in this boat a year. Right? Yeah. Well, Lord, yeah. I thought this was going to be easy. I yeah, thought it was going to be 40 that days. That was it. You know, and, and that's why when it was pointed out, that's the first thing I thought. God. Like it that's revealed true. Noah's heart. Like right, Noah's probably exactly. sitting there, like, "Yo, what's you going on? Me. You forgot me." Yeah. And like I said, I know there's points where you you're obedient. The Lord told you to do everything, and you sitting here like, "Okay," and and things are not going as you thought, as your plans. You know, you had plans, yeah. And you like, "Yo, what's going on?" The Lord yeah. must have forgot me. Yeah. But the scriptures like, "Nah, man." The Lord, the Lord remembered Noah, man. And when you think about it, when you really like as you go into as you go into the details about this, he was self quarantining mm-hmm. on this boat, right, for a year. Now he's dealing with uh, over sixteen thousand animals. The animals are making noises. <laughs> you gotta feed the animals. You gotta, you know, deal with the feces, you gotta deal with the urine, you know. Mm-hmm. Um you, probably he's getting into arguments with the wife, the kids, hey, you didn't do your part of the job. Stress. It was anger. real fear, yep. depression. And think about not only that, right? As you said, the storm is rising, you know, um, carrying the water. Could you imagine all the animals and all the people that were drowning and dying? You know the bodies must have been hitting the boat. Boom. Mm. Could you imagine the kind of stress and anxiety? Mm. It's like, yo, it's one of these things, like if it's a, a huge dinosaur, a huge brontosaurus, hit against, it's like, yo, is any of these gonna break into? Mm. You know what I'm saying? You know some of that doubt. Or a big tree, rocks, mountains hitting the boat yeah and you know that's you know what i'm saying a great visual because the one question i asked myself is yo lord there was no smashing on this boat because they was there a year there was no babies (laughs) there was no children why yo yo yo, we was was all going (laughs) yo can i just make i'm just saying like they were on the boat like a year and a month and there's no kids I'm like, Lord, there was nothing else to do. Uh, right, you should have right, been right. smashing, you know? <laughs> but then right, right, the, right. the visual is like, why were they not thinking about that? Because that it was crazy up in there. Right. You know, it was a roller coaster. They wasn't just, you know, chilling. Right, right. You know, it was right. it was out of control. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one day we're going to get through a whole episode without Ange talking about smash. <laughs> yo, you see, now that people think that I'm on, <laughs> that was, yo. Nah, nah, nah. That's that was a, a good point. That, that was, was a great point. point. No, no, it, great, no. You know what? You know, I don't even want to hear it. Yo, edit that. <laughs> Just take it out. Take no, it out. No, it, it's, it's a good point because yeah, you're, you're point. talking about real life, right? Because yeah. a lot of times we read these accounts and we kind of just glaze over it. Glaze over it and we don't put into account, you know, family strife right yep. we dealing with fallen human beings so there was drama and there was beef and we kind of i could say that happened because of what happens immediately afterwards correct right so and the environment that they just came from mm. dealing with your kids right, mm. right? noah was righteous mm-hmm. right noah had that faith you know um but with the um you know, you read something like the Lord remember Noah. I mean, obviously, the Lord is, he doesn't forget. Right? Right. Those are not things that are attributed to God. But that's an excellent point, right? How how is how is Noah feeling? How was his wife feeling? How was his kids dealing and their wives dealing with that situation? Yeah. Right? The violent rocking, the animals, the smell. 
and they were working that whole time. And you're right. you're enclosed in a big box, <laughs> no sunlight for a year, mm. yeah. right? And you're dealing with all these animals. Right. Yeah. How does that affect? How does that, does that affect you know people? You think because of the smell of it, you think they were wearing masks? <laughs> no, uh, I think they had two masks each. They had to put two that protect them yeah. from the odor. Yeah, y'all, y'all trying to get us. Don't worry about get it. Get the door kicked down. <laughs> sorry, sorry about that. Sorry, right, I just came. Don't worry about it, man. But when you go back to um, chapter six, and you go in verse uh, where we at eighteen, it says, "But I will establish my covenant with you." And you shall go into the ark, you, your sons, your wife, and your sons' wives with you. And of every living thing of all flesh, you shall bring two of every sort into the ark to keep them alive with you. They shall be male and female. So God remembering Noah is him enacting on his promise. Yes. He took action. That's it. Yeah. Now, and, and. Everything that we spoke about that could have been happening in the boat, which is real, which is a, a real possibility. When things are going crazy, you have to remember the word of God. Word the of promise. The promise of God. The covenant that he made. Because God is not going to forget. Word He's up. always going to act on it. Right? And you might, you might um, the Lord might tell you to do something. And he tells you a part of it, right? He tells you the 40-day part. But then you're going to have to get involved in the 120-year part. Mm. And then you're going to have to deal with the year after that. Right. So there's a lot of, lot of waiting. And, you know, I, I see a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Yeah. And I see the obedience and the patience in, in um, Noah. Yeah. Right? So... You know, as an application in our lives, man, sometimes you might want to start something and think it's going to be 40 days, <laughs> but you got to, you know, that 40 days is going to come after 120 years. And then after the 40 days is done, you got to be picking up poop for another year. Mm. Mm. They probably smelled it for the rest of their lives. <laughs> Oh. It probably was, <laughs> yo, it was all up in their nostril fibers. The okay. hairs? Well, you think about you think about uh, uh, sanitation workers. Yeah, where it's in the pores. It's probably yeah, was they in don't their even pores. know. <laughs> probably was in their pores. Yo, but one one point I want to bring up too, like in in chapter six, like you see the emotion and the love of God Himself. Chapter six tells us, verse six, and the Lord was sorry that He had made man on the earth, and He was grieved in His heart. Then. He saves Noah, and that whole time that Noah's on that boat, you think the Lord is just chilling, like not thinking, not caring mm. about Noah and his family on that boat, not desiring to be with them, not desiring to bring them into the his promise. You know, so a lot of people look at God as if he's some monster, but this this book shows us how much he cared, how much pride he took in making that creation when he first made Adam. And then that verse here, you know, he he was sorry. He was grieved, you know, so he wasn't just in the heavens forgetting about Noah, you know, and that word remembered, you know, I think the, the, the Hebrew idea behind it was took action. Mm. So he finally was like, all right, that's enough. I'm going to take action now, mm. right. you know, and uh, yeah. So, so five months after 
the rain started, the boat rested on um, Mount Ararat. And eight months after it started, the water started to decrease. So there was violence in the earth itself, right? We, right. we read about, you know, the, the foundations, water gushing from underneath the earth and water coming down from the, what was it, that? Uh, the that, canopy. The canopy. Yeah. So that's, dog, you ever get water, the pressure of water just violently coming in? Mm. So, you know, it took some time for everything to recede. Mm-hmm. Right, and the whole time, the rain stopped. Everything is quiet because there's no people outside. It's just water mm-hmm. and quietness. Mm-hmm. The only noise is coming from, you know, inside. You know, Noah when he wanted a little peace and quiet, he probably just went up to the top roof and was like, "Yo, <laughs> <sighs> let me let me read you some you dope, dope verses." Psalm Psalm one hundred four talks about that. Um, verse five, mm-hmm. you who laid the foundations of the earth so that it should not be moved forever. You covered it with the deep as with a garment. The waters stood above the mountains at your rebuke. They fled at the voice of your thunder. They hastened away. They went up over the mountains. They went down into the valleys to the place which you founded for them. You have set a boundary that they may not pass over that they may not return to cover the earth. Dude. Mm. Like when that's, and, that, that's that God talk. When they when yeah. they say the waters, you know, you know, went down or, you know, decreased, mm-hmm. this is what happened. Exactly. This is this is my God that he commands the water and says you can never you can't pass that anymore. Mm. For the rest of your existence you can't go past that. Yo. Dude, that's power. It, it, and you know, Son. and you know what's crazy? That's power. Um, Scientific magazine did research, and at first they were fighting it. Um, they didn't believe it, but they found that four thousand feet beneath the earth, beneath the earth's crust, there's gallons and gallons of water, mm. more than that's actually on the surface. No, <laughs> and they like they don't know. And in fact, majority of the when uh, when volcanoes erupt, majority like seventy five percent of it is water. Right. It's evaporated, mm-hmm. <laughs> dude. You know, so it's amazing. But like one of the things I don't know, but go ahead. No, no, right. no I'm done. Now, one of the things I went to, like as you guys were speaking about, when it says, um, just to see the how the uh, the the word is just amazing. When it says when the boat when the boat rested, it rested on the seventh month and the seventeenth day of the month on the mountains of Ararat. Mm. The Holy Spirit specifically points that out mm. because that's the exact same day that Jesus Christ resurrected. Mm. So Noah's ark rested. Jesus Christ resurrected. That's crazy. You're going to tell me that was all coincidence because nah. the Holy Spirit specifically points that out to us that this is the day that Noah's ark rested. Mm. And, uh, and you know what I'm saying? So here's the ark resting. And that's the same day Jesus Christ resurrects. So we already seen the typology because we see the ark is a typology of Christ. Because you know, there's one way, one door, one entrance, and this is what brought salvation to Noah and his family. Right. You know what I'm saying? This is their salvation yeah. from the destruction, you know, of everything around them. And our mm. salvation came from Jesus Christ resurrecting Amen. and defeating death. Amen. Wow! Yeah, that was actually dope. Yeah, but, uh, I, never, no, I never thought of it. There ain't no coincidences. Like in the and that's when we rest. 
That's right. Mm. So straight up. <laughs> that means we ain't got to work, work, work. Mm. Always think you're going to get saved by your works. Right. Your works is filthy. No, I ain't going to do that. Riz <laughs> I, I was going to throw the alley you, but I. Yo, Riz <laughs> Word up. And uh, another thing also with the amount of Ararat, you know, um, if anybody ever wants to research it, like if you try to look up Noah's Ark to see if there's any, you know, um, evidence of it, look up the Ararat anomaly. Because mm, yeah, I heard it, about that. Yeah. It was, I think, um, I forget the person's name. It was um, something Taylor that was doing research, part of the CIA, and another guy, Ron Wyatt, you know, also an archaeologist, archaeologist that was doing work on it. But um, they they said that from the photos from um, out of space, they said that there's this anomaly. They call it an anomaly that's on top of Mount Arawat, where you know they don't know exactly what it is, but this figure looks. It looks like the hull of a of a boat, a giant boat mm -hmm. but they don't know what it is but it's some wooden structure and but it's covered because it's at the top of the snow-capped mountains and, you know it's hard to them and but the things that because it's in turkey area and and um iran they're not allowing people to go yeah. in there you know so you can't go in there to really research it because it's being blocked yeah i heard about that too crazy um yeah so let's go on from uh verse six i guess we could read from six to twelve so it came to pass at the end of 40 days that Noah opened the window of the ark, which he made. Then he sent out a raven, which kept going to and fro until the waters had dried up from the earth. He also sent out from himself a dove to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground. But the dove found no resting place for the sole of her foot, and she returned into the ark to him, for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. So he put out his hand and took her and drew her into the ark to himself. And he waited yet another seven days. And again, he sent the dove out from the ark. Then the dove came to him in the evening. And behold, a freshly plucked olive leaf was in her mouth. And no one knew that the waters had receded from the earth. So he waited yet another seven days and sent out the dove, which did not return again to him any more. Mm. So, um, Noah, you know, um, sending out first the raven, that would be an unclean, unclean bird. So the raven didn't come back. The raven just flew around. Um, yeah. Continually flew around looking for land. I yeah. don't know. What's, what's the symbolism in that? And then we got a dove. Dove flew around, couldn't find a place to rest, and then the dove came back. Mm. Is the, yeah. I'm thinking, ain't ravens scavengers? Like, yes. they, eat, yeah, they, they eat flesh? They eat yeah. dead flesh. Yeah, so I don't know. Probably he found dead flesh and started going away at it. That's why he never came back. But a dove don't eat. Maybe yeah. something floating in the water. Straight up. And it just landed on the water. And, and just started going at it. Just pecked at it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that is somewhat confusing because it says that the raven kept going until the waters had dried up from the earth. Mm. So, which makes it sound as if he did find some some dry land, you know. But because I'm, yeah. but then I'm like, how how is that possible that a bird could fly around that long? Yeah, I mean, um, so the raven didn't come back, but it probably rested on something some carcass floating in the water mm, sure. so that it could 
continually eat and you know because obviously a bird is not going to be able to fly right. continually you know that's unsustainable but, that, but it says that the waters had dried up from the earth which makes it's confusing there verse 7 says then he sent out a raven mm-hmm. which kept going to and fro until the waters had dried up from the earth mm-hmm. then he sent out a dove to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground so one thing that i thought about um because the doves obviously they're just they they can't live on like mountain tops and things like that so they could the, the raven could have potentially found lived on a mountain you know that because okay. where the boat was sort of re- receded mm-hmm. and the boat was resting, but the doves they need actual ground, they need dirt, they need trees, that type of thing. Okay. So in my mind, that's what I was visualizing that the raven they're ravenous creatures. You know mm-hmm. that's where that word comes from. So like you said, they're scavengers; they can live anywhere. So this, he was probably on a mountain eating dead mm-hmm. flesh. Mm-hmm. So so you you're saying possibly the the mountain tops were that yeah exposed that's what I'm thinking. and visible. But the ground, but the exactly the ground where the trees, the grass, I and, see and that. the shrubbery, that type of thing, like mm-hmm. the dove needs to to right. stay alive, was not yet visible. Okay, as I, I, yeah, that that makes that makes it more. Yeah, um, because yeah. it says that there was there was dried yeah. from the earth, and then it says ground, so two different things there. I don't know. Mm. Now nah, that's a good point. No, nah, that's a great point. Um. Verse 13 said, it, and it came to pass in the 601st year, in the first month, Noah removed the covering of the ark and looked, and indeed the surface of the ground was dry. And in the second month, on the 27th day of the month, the earth was dried. Yo, that's a lot of time, man. <laughs> I tell Christians all the time, man, the hardest thing to do is... T- to wait be like patience bro like when it says the a day to the lord is a thousand years like be the lord's timing bro mm-hmm. he got all day mm. you know and that's why as christians we lose patience and you know reading this chapter like you said it was just time it passing was, yeah. i'm watching all this time passing and i'm like that's why he started it like i remembered noah because like as we're reading you're seeing time 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 and as human beings dog we're not patient mm. who's patient be we all got to work on our patience mm. you know and the lord he's always working that in the hearts of you know believers just patience be yeah it's tough because he has a perfect plan he has a plan yeah. for everything be and uh, i'm i'm noticing this about noah now it was a lot of patience just building that boat, mm-hmm. that art, 120 mm-hmm. years. Up. You know, this, this, <clears throat> this architectural project, this construction that's happening, and it's taking you all this time. And then you're looking at it, yo, I'm doing all of this just for 40 days. And then 40 even days, after 40 days, it turns into a year. There's more time. Yeah, that's and you're thing. confined. Um, that's crazy. You know, Noah probably spent a lot of time talking to God, a lot of time, you know, just praying, worshiping, maybe. I'm I'm just imagining. You imagine being on lockdown for a whole year? (laughs) (laughs) Imagine being being on lockdown. Yeah, being quarantined (laughs) in a boat for a whole year. 
And, yo, God, least, and God least, told you, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to pass. Yo, I got Wi-Fi. <laughs> God told you 40 days and it turned into a whole year mm-hmm. of some, quarantine. Some, what did you do? What did yo, what you think Noah you wanna, was? <laughs> Noah was trying to flatten the curve. <laughs> <laughs> that curve. That curve didn't flatten. Or was nothing, he watching uh, every uh, series on Netflix? <laughs> he yeah, have all that. I know. That's wow. what I'm saying. So this is before Netflix. This, this is, is before that. internet. This is before social media. Right. What you think Noah was doing when he was quarantined for a whole year? Wow. Yeah. Patience. That's man. a question, B. That was that was that was yeah. something that Noah had. Patience. Just waiting for God's instruction. Could yeah. you? Crazy. And that's the thing is that um when you look at it like I'm just looking at person like when we pray for something whether it be for a job, whether it be you know for a wife for a husband um. Mm-hmm. You know, or where to move, where to go. You know, we pray for so many different things in our lives. Do we have that same patience, you know, or do we take matters into our own hands because we can't wait any longer? Straight up. You know what I'm saying? And as we were talking earlier about uh, with the Raven, I'm kind of looking at that as like part of like, could that possibly be an illustration where that first bird is like, we pray for something, but then we immediately act in the flesh because that's what that Raven went and started because it eats off dead flesh, right? Mm-hmm. So do we like pray and then before waiting and being patient, like the way Noah was, do we immediately respond to try to change our circumstances to you know uh, act act in the flesh because we can't wait any longer for for God's response? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm kind of like mean, kind of looking at the raven like that's <laughs> that's interesting you say that because I was thinking something similar like. The application that I saw there was when you're so eager to get out of the covering from God, out of the right. situation that he has you. Right. So when that raven left and he settled for something that was less than ideal. Exactly. Being in a place where he, he wasn't, he may not have survived. Right. Whereas the dove went, right. saw that things weren't good, came back, back into the covering of the Lord. Right. You know, and then went out when it was God's timing, when the grass right. had grown. So right. that's funny you say that because that right. application I, I was thinking about yeah. recently. Because so. the dove also is like kind of like a picture of the Holy Spirit, right? Because we've yeah. seen it in John, right? And now, now we see that the dove went, yeah, this is not a right, this is not the right season. I need to go back and wait on the Lord. Without looking, what um sex was the dove? <laughs> female? Because <sighs> I wonder why did God say it was a female? Why did he tell us it was a female dove? He did? You <laughs> see, the veterinarian in me was like, oh, he sent a female dove. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, what verse is that? It says. Um, I guessed. Man. I didn't see that. Verse 8 says, he also sent down himself a dove to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground. But the dove found no resting place for the sole of her foot. And she returned into the ark for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. So he took, he put his hand and took her and drew her into the ark to himself. Mm. That's what's up. So I'm like, yeah. yo. Why did he tell us it was a female? What is it, Lord? He didn't reveal that to me yet, but maybe in a couple episodes. Because mm, females are gentle. They're not scavengers. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> like men. But Fe- Females <laughs> listen <laughs> to God. Men don't really listen. Females. Well, well, yeah. Noah listened, right? Let's say he yeah, got impatient true. and got out before the time. Then he would have been stuck in the mud. Yeah. Because it mm. says that you know the lo- the the land was dry when he got out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So obviously there was a process. There was a whole process that um had to happen. Yeah. Right. Because God, he he plays by his his rules. Right. He mm-hmm. set his rules and he 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 respects it. 
um, I, I imagine it would have been a bad situation. Right? You would have been stuck in the mud. All the animals would have been stuck in the mud. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you thinking about what it is when you're when you're um, treading in the same place and you're not mm-hmm. moving. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because right, you're not right. waiting on the Lord to open those doors to to dry the land so uh-huh. that um, not only you could go out and travel, but you know Noah's gonna have to survive off the land. Right. If he got out and everything was still wet mm. before if he got out before the time you know it wouldn't have been the ideal environment for you to survive right but let me ask you this remember in the previous chapter we read that god closed that door mm-hmm. was it god that opened it well you know what i mean i mean i think when we start to read it'll it's, it, it gets into it mm-hmm. about how he leaves the boat and everything mm-hmm. so but yeah, but you, how many times you get out of the position that God put you in? Yeah. Kick down the door. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wait, you open you the window, wait. you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. jump out through the window because you run out of, I'm running out of patience. Mm. He could have done that. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think God was like, oh, some supernatural. Oh, you, nah, he could have been like, yo, give me a hammer. I'm. Busting open this roof. I'm out. Right. I need no some more. <laughs> I need some fresh air. I'm out. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The Lord right. would have been like, Yo, Duke, what you doing? There's still water out there. Right. You either was gonna fall thinking that is Gucci and drown, or you would have been stuck in the mud. Right. And plus, um, geologically speaking, right, that part of the reason I think it was waiting because remember the whole thing after the flood happened, breaking through the the Earth's crust. So this is where we get um, the different plate tectonic shifts. This is where, you know, we have mountains forming, valleys forming, reefs, canyons, um, the drifting of the, the continents and all that. So could you imagine that there's still the earth is still in this state of, you know, where it's still not settled yet because, you know, the waters just started receding. So now there's still shifting going on. So that's also part of it, too. It's also, you know. A logic from a logical standpoint that hey if you go out you could get hurt because mm. there's still shifting going on mountains were you know um, were forming and all these things happen because of the flood because the whole earth changed geologically mm. so yes like, yo chill and wait mm-hmm. so good thing was Noah that because it wasn't it wouldn't have been me I would have <laughs> jumped out <laughs> I can't take you know what I'm saying mm. I'm I out. <laughs> um and let's do 15 uh 19. Then God spoke to Noah, saying, Go out of the ark, you and your wife, and your sons, and your sons' wives with you. Bring out with you every living thing of all flesh that is with you, birds and cattle, and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth, so that they may abound on the earth and be fruitful and multiply on the earth. So Noah went out, and his sons, and his wife, and his sons' wives with them. Every animal, every creeping thing, Every bird and whatever creeps on the earth, according to their families, went out of the ark. Then God spoke. Hmm. That's always the best time to mm. act. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. You know, I, I get it. I get it backwards. <laughs> I act. And then, uh, oh, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I thought this was what you're going to say. Yeah. I kind of got ahead of you, Lord. 
right? But <laughs> we we see, you know, after we go through all these series, um, you know, the seventh month and the eighth month, and it goes down to weeks, right? Mm-hmm. He waited. He sent out a, a raven. Wait seven days. Sent out a dove. Came back. Wait another seven days. So we seeing, you know, um, just time passing. Um, and then God speaks. So now, do you think when Noah was sending out the birds, he was doing it out of his own volition? Or do you think God was telling him? So what do you think? Um, I mean, I, I think the birds had their reason for being on the boat. And I think that was one of them. You know, just mm. to see... Obviously, you know, the Lord wanted their species to survive, but I think going into it, he knew what he would use it for. Mm. That's that's sort of what I think. Okay. You know, you know what's interesting? He sent out a dove. Mm-hmm. That dove came out with an olive right. branch. He could have been like, oh, we good. Let's go. Mm-hmm. But even after that, he waited another seven days, sent out another dove. And that dove didn't come back. Right. So I, I see that possibly he was he was acting out of his own volition, mm-hmm. but he was still waiting. Right. 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 He was kind of still doing things to yes. figure out. All right, where are we at? Right. But I'm still not gonna step out this boat. Right yeah. Until you tell me to step out this boat. Yes. But I want to know what's going on in these streets. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He wasn't just sitting there just uh woe is me. Oh, um yeah. like nah, let's uh, keep keep your time busy to find out what's going on. Maybe you had to kind of um deal with your family mm-hmm. to reassure them. Mm-hmm. Oh, check it out. The bird just came with a we're getting close. Right? right. Maybe his family didn't have the patience that he had. Right. We don't know. But what I see is that he kept his time busy. You know, doing things, discovering things, right. but he did not act until God he spoke. Serve. Right. Yeah. He yeah. he never went out of the Lord's will. You know, like the Lord always gives us our own free will to act right. and to do things. You know, He doesn't make us read the Bible. He doesn't make us pray. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So we always have that free will, and and he was just you know he knew God's promises. And he was just trying to find out information. He didn't. He didn't do anything wrong by sending right. out the birds. No, nah, and I know? totally agree with you. And that's the the whole point. I was that you were seeing man's will working in concordance with God's providence mm-hmm. exactly. together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying without breaking it. You know. Yeah. So I like you know when he kind of that. That's one of the things I was thinking about when he when uh, while he was doing this. And there's wisdom because it's not like right. he, he broke down the door and sent out a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, go, go tell me if there's right. land. No, he sent the birds. Right. And it shows you a level of intelligence also because there's, it shows that um, olive, olive, uh, the plants, the leaves or whatever on olive tree, yeah, they can low, low to the ground. Yeah. And it could continue growing water. So that mm. means there still could be water around. Mm. They'll continue growing. Right. So, you That's know, point. you yeah. know, showing you that these, these men were intelligent. Yeah. You know, Noah waited a whole, what, year for God to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. That's real. He yeah. waited a whole year for God to speak. Yeah. It's amazing. And you know another thing that jumped out at me? Cuz in the beginning, right? God said like when they first got on the boat, he said, "Come in." 
all right, showing you that God was in the presence of the ark. You're gonna come, mm -hmm. and then over here when he when he spoke, he says, "Go out." Sure that he's still there. That yo, you're in my presence, and now go. Mm -hmm. And I just see it more of on an evangelistic type of thing. The first thing that he does with us is he tells us, "Come, right? Lay all your burdens aside. Come to me. Come with all your mess, all your filth. Mm. Come." Yeah. And once you come to him, and as he sanctifies you, as first he justifies you, and he sanctifies you, and as he's cleaning you up, and he's, and and he starts preparing you, then he tells you to what? Go. Go. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Go and share this beautiful message of salvation with, mm -hmm. you know, friends, family and people. Yeah, no, that's dope. So like so um who came out of the boat? Some of the animals? Most of the animals? Every single animal, every single person that went into that boat mm -hmm. came out of that boat. Cuz that was the promise of God. Right. Mm. Yeah. His promise was like, yo, I'm going to keep all of you guys alive. I'm going to preserve all of you through this. And his word is true. And all of them came out. He preserved everything that went into the ark came out of the ark. Mm. Mm. That's mm. just showing you his promises are true. Right? And his, 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 just his preservation yeah, he said my covenant. You know, that was God's covenant. Like that's a covenant he made with Noah. Like and you know, when you're reading it, it's like the the M is capital. Like, you know, that was the Lord's promise. And like you were saying, like, you know, when God makes a covenant with you, when he makes a promise with you, he's gonna keep it. Right. You know, even if it takes um a year, longer than you you know, longer than you thought. You know, he's going to keep it and how important it is for us to wait for him to speak to us. You know, that's what I'm seeing just, you know, um, from God's point of view, just how how faithful he is, how true he is. But, you know, just his characteristics and, you know, God always has a plan, you know, but it's important for us to just be patient. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, that's that's all he heard from God. Go out, come in and go out. <laughs> could you imagine he didn't hear from um you know he didn't hear from a hundred other people he didn't hear from a pastor he didn't hear right. from a sermon he heard right. from god right he had to wait to hear from god and god just gave two commands right. and preserved his life right it wasn't a whole bunch of talking with god you know mm. god god doesn't you know he doesn't just talk to talk when he talks it's for a reason you know and it's 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 just amazing like you said he just said come in and go out mm. and his life was preserved his life right. not only his life his family's mm. life mm. all the animals were just two commands mm. god did all of that he preserved mankind he didn't need to do a lot of talking and it's the same way with us when god gives you a word and it's clear it ain't gotta be a lot bro right it ain't gotta be a lot it ain't gotta be deep and it's, it's not a deep breakdown it ain't something that you know you gotta go really uh, uh, search for it's gonna be very clear it's gonna be no go right. or it's gonna be like come in it's gonna be very right. clear right. but you know I think us as believers dog, we just don't have the patience we right. can't wait we right. can't wait right. on God alright right, so let's uh, read read the rest of the chapter 
Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took of every clean animal and of every clean bird and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelled a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. You'll be sent what seasons be. That's why I be cold. Yeah. I, I was waiting for the train the other day, freezing over here. I ain't gonna say to stop because people might know what I, <laughs> I was about to blow my spot up real quick. And you quick. from Brooklyn, yeah. so you better. And, uh, and man was like, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. I've been watching a couple episodes. I've been fiending to find out where you guys Yo, are. And I was like, Lord, why you made the cold? And then I read this and I'm like. That's it. Damn. I see, I see. That's it, B. Yep. Sin brought seasons. So we see, we see Noah's character. The first thing that he does mm. when he gets out that boat. Worship, like how we be doing when we be coming on the podcast, but you be hating. The first thing we do when we come Fucking on here, hating, we worship. Yo, that's howling, but, but, howling. You be, but you be hating. Yo, when that's I howling. sing, you know what the Lord smells? A soothing aroma. <laughs> I sound like Mark Anthony to the Lord. Mark Anthony. Oh, y'all don't know about that. Y'all don't know about that. Who? My bad. No, no. Actually, I saw him in concert. He's good. That guy could sing. Mm. He can of sing course. better than us. No, 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 no. Of no, no, course no, no, no. he can. He can sing I'm better than about, us. I'm talking about. <laughs> no, he could really. He sound like the records. What? And no. I was, I was surprised. No, no. He. I, you I, became a fan. I never went to a concert yeah. because, yeah. I mean, I never went. That's just corny. Um, but I've heard from so many friends that that dude is just. Amazing. No, he's no, he's he's on another level. But and does he only speak in? I mean, sing in Spanish though, or does he? Nah, sing I think he has English, English songs, English but, Spanish. but okay. he's just. Ta- I appreciate talent. I like to see people's talents. Right up. And when I saw him, I was like, "Let me see this little skinny guy." <laughs> <laughs> Frail. Yo, why? Why you got a problem with Mark? What did Mark do to you? Just because you go to the gym a couple times. I'm just describing him to you. He got a skinny neck guy. Yeah, but he could sing though. But he could sing. Oh man. So that was a little uh, Mark Anthony segue. <laughs> Shout out to Mark Anthony. <laughs> Hopefully he listened. <laughs> Somebody add him. Yeah. It says Noah built an altar to the Lord. Worship. Yeah. He found a spot. But, you know, that's what I'm thinking. Like, he found a spot where this was going to be his spot, you know. Built the altar and just this is where he met the Lord. And that's beautiful. Mm. Like, he Yo. was he was grateful. You know how you'll be. You know how the Lord probably looked at him like, dog, you grateful. Mm. You know how important mm. it is to be grateful, B? You're right. Mm-hmm. Like when somebody do something for you. And that's why, you know, you even think just believers, like we do what we do because we're grateful. Mm-hmm. We worship God because we're grateful. Like even this podcast or whatever ministry you have, you do it not because, you know, that's going to earn you into heaven. Mm. Like you're going to get into heaven. No, you do it because you're grateful for what God did Amen. and we're seeing you know Noah was just grateful bro yo imagine yeah. him thinking right everybody else on the planet is dead and he's been on this boat for a whole year mm. this guy gets out and his feet hits the ground mm. 
Yeah, I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful, yeah. B. All right? He probably had motion sickness too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And his Uzi. first his first act was praise and worship mm-hmm. to God. Mm. Right? Cuz that was the, that was his character, right? Yeah. We, you know, we read back in in chapter 6 where um you know, it says Noah was a just man, perfect in his generation. Noah walked with God. Right? Mm. Um and he comes out and his first act was to worship God. Amen. Yo, I, I was reading this um this little thing from the that this pastor I wrote on this commentary. He had a great thing. He said, Noah was a balanced believer. Number one, he walked with the Lord in loving communion. He worked for the Lord building the ark. He witnessed for the Lord because he was a preacher of righteousness, as we see in Second Peter's. Then he says he um he waited on the Lord for instruction. And the second he got off the boat, he worshiped the Lord. Mm-hmm. So you see all these things that he went through, walked with the Lord, waited on the Lord. He worked for the Lord. He witnessed for the Lord. And then he worshiped. Yeah. So he was a balanced believer. So we seeing a full picture of Noah and, you know, and offering that sacrifice. Like is God pleased with our sacrifices? That's why we all got to ask, you know, because he was a sweet smelling aroma mm-hmm. to the father, mm. our sacrifices. So, you know, Noah does this worship and the Lord is pleased. Yeah. Right. And and it's like a like this sweet, soothing aroma. And then after that, he says, listen, um, I'm not going to curse the ground for man's sake. Like, I'm not going to do this ever again, this way again. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing how Noah's action affected God's reaction. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, For God to say, listen, I'm not going to do this again. I'm not going to curse the ground again because obviously this flood messed the whole earth up, Mm -hmm. right? Messed the ground up, changed the landscape. Like you said, change even the seasons, Mm -hmm. right? Change the tectonic plates that you mentioned before Mm. like this was it wrecked havoc on the earth and god said based on you know um um noah's worship and this you know he took pleasure in that and then he was like you know what i'm not gonna do that again so noah's worship affected god in a way but the craziest part is that flood that wiped all of mankind had no effect on the evil hearts of men. Mm. Mm. Right. They would have populated the earth and did the same madness. So we right. see we see the the you know the the judgment of God didn't change the hearts of men. Right. Right. But the worship, right? The worship of Noah it it um it called upon the grace of God mm-hmm. for him to say, Yo, all right, I'm not gonna do this again. You think it was his worship that called on it? It probably I think it it played a part. You think so? It probably played a part and yeah. I think there was other reasons why he didn't do it, but reading it now, I think the worship of God, you know, like 
this is a relationship mm-hmm. and it's now reading it and um Marcus pointing it out. I think it 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 could have played a part, bro. Just you know, Noah worshiping God cuz it says the Lord said it in his heart. That's one mm. thing. Noah didn't know this is what God you know, this is how God felt. It says the Lord said it in his heart. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're yeah. seeing an action and a reaction. You know, and I I I see that. I see that now. I'm, now I kind of see what you're saying, but I'm kind of seeing that this is a picture, probably that he's already seeing that that sacrifice that you're offering, that burnt sacrifice, mm-hmm. Noah, that you did. I mean, like in his heart, he's like, "This is what my son is gonna have to do in order to save." mankind Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm kind of seeing that he's already seeing that he's like yo this is my son's about to go through this right burnt sacrifice so i don't know if it was that or if he was already like yo from the foundation he's like yo my son's gonna go through this in order to save you guys even when you go back to chapter six Uh we see the noah's obedience Mm. is what spared mankind he was the only one that was left Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so we kind of see um, appealing to the grace of God, mm-hmm. and this this um, act of worship yeah. appealed okay. to okay. Right. All right. The world was in a position where it was appealing to the justice of God, right? Because mm-hmm. everybody's imagination. Okay. So that's what you're gonna get. Okay. Right. Yeah, you're gonna get the yeah. perfect justice of God. But this one guy, and that's all it takes. Mm. That's all it takes. This one guy, one person, mm. and then God was like, "Hey, yep, you know, just build a boat. You and your family is good, right. right?" And then when he gets out, this whole time, this whole journey, 120 years, and you know, the 40 days, and and mm. another year after that, he comes out. The first thing he does is appeal, you know, worship. Mm-hmm. sacrifice and you know we get a glimpse in the heavenlies mm-hmm. of where god is mm-hmm. and he's describing it as this sweet smell and aroma and then he takes pleasure mm-hmm. in it and then, and then from heart. that he just reacts and he's right. like yo i'm not gonna do this again and that's why when it says god says it in his heart like you said you're seeing god like Noah, Noah's not Noah's Noah's not seeing this he didn't hear this from god but mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is showing us yeah. right. It was a sweet smelling aroma in God's nose. And then in his heart, he's like, <sighs> Yo, mm, that, dog, your so, faith. Uh, it was right. Your faith, your obedience. Right. Like it says, mm. without faith is it's impossible, impossible to, to please God. God. You're seeing God right. pleased. Right. Yeah, I mean I, I definitely agree with you guys, but the question I bring up, so would the Lord not have given that covenant promise if he did if Noah didn't do this? Wait, say that again. If would the Lord have not given that covenant to never again destroy the earth with water, if Noah didn't make that sacrifice? Yeah, I, I don't. You know what I mean? Because because now we're saying it as if you know it's conditional. No, no, no. no you know no, what I'm no, saying? No. It's 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 worship, right? And we have other examples of it with uh, Moses. Right. You know, I'm gonna do this, and Moses is like appeals to. The side of God, Abraham, the grace, Abraham, and then yeah, right. the Lord, you know, 
you know, it says the Lord changes his mind, but it's not. The Lord is is perfect. It's you're appealing to this other aspect of God, which is grace. Right. It says the Lord, he sits on the mercy seat. His, you know, I think that his natural disposition is grace and mercy. Right. Yeah. But he's also just. Yeah. Right. So the righteous indignation that comes out and judges evil and judges sin. That's perfect also. And but I, I, but his, his that sacrifice. I, no, no, I go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. no, 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 But that's we kind of seeing it. It pacified his righteous indignation to the point where he says, like, yo, I'm not going to do this again. He didn't have to say that. He could have said, yo, y'all better don't act up. Y'all got to gotta get another bucket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you, know, you, you see, the thing is, that I, I agree with you. But the thing is that I'm saying it like in terms of, like you said, his obedient faith. Right. Mm. Cause God, because that's what God was pleased with, with his obedient faith to him. Right? Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, so, yeah. but um, so I, I think what what Andrew's saying is like in terms of like we can't say it's because of that sacrifice, but yeah. it was his whole obedient faith from the beginning. Say he's building the um the ark, you know, and him sacrificing was a result of his faith. But his that's trust. all. That's you know all part saying? of it. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm you saying. You can't like, separate right, right. his and, faith. Right. From the sacrifice. See, but uh, but, but it I think, sounds as if you're yeah, saying yeah. That's the thing is that that if no, it wasn't no, because no, no, of no, the no, sacrifice, no, right, right, right. You, you could because, never, you yeah. could never separate right faith with the act of faith, right? The fruits of it. Mm. It's because he's faithful that he did that, right? right. No, because it's very easy. Because there's tons of people of that course. play that. You know what I'm saying? But they Wait. off. <laughs> you had you had a whole uh, a priesthood. That right. was doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. That was sacrificing without faith. Right. 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 The Lord doesn't recognize that. Right. So mm. we're not. I'm not separating any of that. It's because right. it is imp- without faith. It's impossible to please God. That's right. That's right. So that pleasing, that aroma, that smell was because of His faith. But uh, uh, in verse six, at the end of um, eighteen, it says, mm-hmm. "But I will establish my covenant with you." And you shall go into the ark and your sons, your wife and your sons, wives with you. So it sounds like the Lord was already going to establish that covenant. Right? What was the covenant? Ne- never again to destroy. No, no the covenant, the covenant was, yo, I'm going to preserve you guys. Right. You're not going to die. That was that covenant. We that was that, that covenant. prior, right? Because he built the ark. We knew that that was going to happen. No, that's when he told them. So he so said. So you don't think that has anything to do with. No, never not destroying a, the earth. It's again. a different mm-hmm. covenant. When you read on, you'll see it's a different covenant. That's why he. Okay, okay. I don't want to ruin it, but that's where he puts it. But like I said, I think the Holy Spirit put that to show the intimacy between yes. God yeah. and man. It's a relationship. Oh yeah, and I agree with that. And that's 100%. why he's like your 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 sacrifice on that altar. This is how I felt about it. It was a sweet smelling aroma to me, and then in my it, then it moved my heart. You mm-hmm. know, like you're seeing intimacy, and that's why I like. I never saw that until Marcus pointed out. I'm like, yo, this is, and this is what we're seeing through Genesis. We're seeing this relationship between God and man, God and man, right. and we're seeing God's heart. Like yeah. while we're reading this, we're, we're it, that, that's what the Holy Spirit is just kind of pointing yeah. out to me, God's heart. And, but there's a point, real quick, I wanted to make is, um, even though he said that, he said man's, for man's sake, although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth. Man didn't change. Right. Man's heart didn't change even after this craziness. Right. So that's why I, I would say that um this was uh 
this was I think God went through this to show man that even though I can change your environment, <laughs> right, it still won't affect the evil dog because it's internal. Mm. But he had to go through this process with man. Because men, man would go, well, yo, the world was messed up. That's why I got caught up. And he's like, no, I, okay, I, 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 I hit the reset button. And you guys are still evil. To the point to your youth. Like he points that, because before he said that man's imagination, mm. you know, his heart was wicked. But this here, he says from his youth. Mm. So you're talking about from when you're born, when you're a kid. Like, dog, your heart is wicked. So but it's you, not it's not because of the project hallway. <laughs> like I said, it's not because of your society. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, mm. it's not it's not it's not because of um, oh, um it's not because of the system. Yeah. You know? No matter no matter what's going on around you, at the end of the day, you evil because you evil. Your heart is evil. And that happens from, from your youth, bro. And that's what I'm saying. Like the Lord, He's giving us a snapshot of of what we can't see. And our in our minds we have pride. No, I'm a good person. You know, I have this, I got that. No, dog, from your youth. Right. You're evil. Yeah. Man. And that's mankind. Right. Just just a quick point on what you said, the thoughts of an imagination, how we're evil, is that um I was going through a devo and I was just reading and just had me write down some things. And that was one of the things specifically that came to me, you know, with the scripture where it says we must bring every thought, every imagination captive under the obedience of Christ. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and I was just jotting some things down. And when I think of imagination, I mean, immediately the things we think of is lies, false doctrines of the world, um, our thoughts of idolatry, all these things, right? And any, and the thing is that with the thoughts of idolatry, anything could be an idol, right? It's not just money, houses, material things, or what have you, but it could be you, you know, how you look, your personality, courage, your fear, work, you know, career, position, whether you're well off, you're poor, you know, perception of what workers think of you, all this thing, even salvation can also become an idolatry. Oh, this is how I got saved, you know, and it becomes like where, you know, you're, you're holding in the form of where idolatry where, you know, this is, this is, you know, what's, you know, the center of my life or whatever, but it's not really dealing with God where it becomes an idol, even sanctification process, like, oh, God has sanctified me this way and it could become a prideful thing and you're comparing it to other people. You know, and he will show me Christian ministry a lot of times could become an idol right. where we hold that and above our relationship with the Lord. Sure. That can become an idol. Yeah. So we have to cast all these things down. Our, you know, skin complexion, race, ethnicity, you know, or being raised in a Christian home. All these things, these things may be good, like being raised in a Christian home and all these things. But all these things can become idols and these can be, you know, these are certain imaginations that we got to bring under the obedience of Christ to make sure that. Our sanctification is being sanctified properly, mm. you know? So, Lord, don't let this podcast become an idol. That's what I just said in my <laughs> heart, too. I was like, dog, real? real talk. Yeah. And, and that's why, like I said, it was it says man's heart. Right. You know, man's heart, B. Like, that's how, that's that's naturally what we're going right. to go towards. It's evil, bro. That's how our heart, that's why it says the heart is, you know, desperately wicked. Who could know it? Like, we don't know our hearts. Right. You know, and it's like what you said before, like a lot of, oh, I would never do this, I never do that. But you was ne you never was put in a position. Right. And you don't know what your heart is capable of. You know, and that's why even with Christ, where he's like, well, even if you looked upon a woman, you know, your brother's wife, you've committed adultery. Why? Because it always goes back to the heart. 
But, you know, just this here, you know, got, for God to press the reset button and still be like, yo, dog, you guys are still wicked. <laughs> You're not good. You're not good. I don't I don't right. care if you leave the hood. I don't care if you <laughs> you get out the hood and you buy a house. And you, it wasn't the hood. Yeah, it was never the hood. It's your heart. It's your right. heart, bro. Mm. So don't think you good because you left the hood and you got a crib now somewhere. Nah, mm. dog, you still wicked. You still right. evil. Right. From your youth, from your right. youth, you've been like that. That's right. It, this ain't something that just happened when you turned twenty one or twenty two or twenty three. Nah, your heart has always been wicked. Mm. Nah, you're hundred percent right. And you see it in children. The second they say no, you know when you're trying to take something. Or mines. You, mine. <laughs> That's when you go boop. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you give them the quick snap. Don't, the don't, quick snap. Don't spare the rod, man. The quick snap. <laughs> <laughs> um. This last section, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Mm. Amen. Okay, guys. <laughs> can, we, can we get that straight? All right. These things are not going to stop because God said so. That's right. Right, the seasons is not gonna, you know, global warming. Oh man, <laughs> you know, mm. when hot the, is not we, gonna turn into cold. Right. And cold like stop. Right. Listen, I'm all for being good stewards of the earth. Right, right. right. Obviously, we should. If you if you have a factory, don't dump toxic sludge, toxic sludge into the water. <laughs> I think that's common sense. If you could recycle, recycle. But. Mm, we're not gonna just heat up and <laughs> die because I use aerosol cans under my armpit. Yo, dog, when I was young, you know I was scared to use aerosol cans, right? Why? Remember really? that time when they were saying, yo, the aerosol can has a chemical and it mess up the ozone layer? Oh, dog, you don't yeah, remember yeah, that? Yeah, 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 I oh, remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It terrified yeah. me as a kid. I didn't know that. <laughs> I sprayed yo, away. Yo, be these kids, they be getting terrorized by these. Mm. <laughs> Global warming, yo, the earth. No, it's 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 while the earth remains. Right. So so God made a promise that He's gonna maintain the earth, and these times and these seasons that just developed due to this catastrophic event, they're gonna remain. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, cause God is keeping everything together. And he's going to keep everything together right. until he decides, okay, now I'm not going to keep it together. Right? That's it. And that's towards the end of the book. Right, if you right. if you want to know how things, the Lord is going to decide to change things, it's not going to be because of my combustible uh, car. It's going to be by <laughs> his word. It's going to be God. God's doing. So um, you, you know what be, f- be good stewards of the earth. You know? you know what I find so dope here too is just, Obviously, his mercy. He just finishes talking about how evil men are. But he said, I will always provide food for you guys. Seed time and harvest is never going to stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, look at, look, yo. So we're not going to run out of food? No. Yo. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, God is God will be messed up, right? To say, hey. I'm not gonna flood you guys again. Yeah. But the food is gonna run out, and y'all just gonna starve. You gonna starve to death? It's crazy. Yo. But. Yo, where the bodies at? What bodies? What? All those millions and billions of people that died. Where they at? It's on the trees, B. 
No, but I'm saying yo, when they came out that what? boat, yo, Doug. Well, yo. I don't know. That was a long time ago. When yo. they came out that boat, that's, that's they went back point. to their dirt. They, they, they went back to the dust. But no, 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 no. They were preserved in the water, and then the waters came down. So there had to be millions of bodies everywhere. Because you think they disintegrated in the in the year in the water? That the, it doesn't make. Ralph got the, an answer. They got the bones. <laughs> yeah, they got, you, know, you know what I'm saying. And after Ralph. that answer, we gotta close out in prayer, <laughs> Doctor Ralph. Because I'm no. the I'm the keeper of the time. <laughs> No, well, what you got? Majority of the people died, right? And what happened is that all them, you know, decomposed. Yeah. Right. And this is the reason where we get all of our fossil fuel and coal from. This is why, for example, majority of the people, right, ma- ma- the main place of the population was in the Middle East area, and this is why we see we have so much oil. There's so much oil in the Middle East. So this is where, when people see all of our fossil fuel and coal, all comes from the great f- the flood. And all these bodies that decompose, and all the animals, and all things that did not become fossilized, really? but became decomposed. What <laughs> makes yeah. sense to me? Yeah, because really, we, that's what we're made up of. We're made up of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. That's wow. what we are. We're the same makeup, the same element as fossil fuel and coal. That's crazy. <laughs> but I'm gonna yeah. look into that. It makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna look into that. Wow, that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'll pray. Alrighty. Heavenly Father, Lord, we are just so grateful for your word. We're just so grateful for the beauty of it, for the power of it. Uh, we are just continually in in awe of you and who you are. We're grateful for this book. Uh, Lord, I'm grateful for the brothers sitting here on this table with me, Lord, and all those involved in, um, you know, getting this uh, podcast up and running. Um, Lord, we just... <laughs> We look forward already to the next time where we get to come together and and read your word. And I just pray that you would just continue to bless those people that are watching um, and just stir up that desire in them to go read the word, to start their own Bible studies, Lord. And just to Mm -hmm. to never um, just go by what they're hearing from us or from anyone who's claiming to preach your word. May they um, just be Bereans, Lord, and, and get into that word, Lord. So. We thank you, Lord, for this uh, time of fellowship, and we bless you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Amen.